0: So let's just start uh, by looking at what happened yesterday. And we know, of course, that this case will go on for another day or two. But please just take us through the significance of uh, the outcomes of those first issues that were dealt with yesterday.
1: Okay, I think the main thing was how much was excluded from the court case. Uh, because both Gordhan and the Guptas had brought an enormous amount of material with them to establish, well, context for in, in each case. Um, also, the uh, the president was not allowed to join as an interested party, and uh, the court refused to make uh, Pravin Gordhan pay in his own capacity. So those, those were the main developments. Now, um, the reason that the court gave for not even looking at the question of whether Gaudan should pay in his own capacity, was that the Guptas had bought their application for that too late. So, in fact, the court refused to even consider the merits of that that application. Um, the, the evidence that the court struck out were three main things. It was firstly, proven um, Godan's evidence as to the amount of pressure and intervention that he faced to, uh, to force him to engage with the banks on the Guptas' behalf and on Okhdae's behalf. The second piece of evidence that was excluded was Niko Ibisi uh, affidavit that he was offered the post of finance minister by the Guptas. And the third bit of evidence that was excluded was the Guptas' um, uh, evidence and documentation to claim that Pravin uh, Gordon was actually running a political um, political campaign here, and this was some sort of con- a sort of a conspiracy theory from the Gupta's, and what the court did there was sa- said that all of those three sets of evidence are irrelevant to the legal question that has to decide. And the legal question is simply: Does the finance minister have the power to engage in, in to interfere in this relationship at all? Um, So it looks as though the court is very keen to stick to just a very narrow, abstract reading of the law. It's not prepared to to admit, in fact, any of the political consequences or the political causes of the case before it.
0: And just looking what is currently before it, um, there there does seem to be a bit of a sense uh, uh, that one gets that perhaps the courts are being asked to basically settle uh, or come in and pronounce on a political issue. And uh, this is something that many have taken a dim view of, uh, this issue of running to the courts constantly.
1: Well, I think the court itself is is feeling a little bit... Hard done by in this case. It's saying to the applicants, you know, why are you making us deal with this." But um, it is, in fact, necessary. It was possibly going to be necessary for Gordon to justify asking for the order in the first place. And maybe that's also running to the courts, I don't know. But um, uh, this was Jeremy Gauntlet's justification for bringing that evidence that he brought. Um, and that was that what Gordon is asking for is in fact a declaratory order. It's for the court to say what the law already is. On their papers, the has claim that they agree with the legal position that Gordon is claiming, which is that he doesn't, well, their understanding him to say he doesn't have to intervene in the relationship between the banks and the Guptas, what he's in fact asking for is a declaratory order that he can't, it's actually beyond his powers. Now, the, one one of the things the Guptas are saying is, look, we agree with that, what's the problem? Mm. And, and and I think because Godan suspected they might say that, he needed to show that on the facts they don't agree with that, that on the facts they are in fact pushing him over and over and over again, to intervene in a relationship that he has nothing, that he has no powers to intervene in. So I think that may well be, and that is how um, Jeremy Gauntlet explained it too, the reason that uh, Gordon brought in this extra evidence. Uh, I think the reason that the Guptas may have brought in their extra evidence is simply to try to discredit the entire uh, attempt by Gordon to get this legal clarity. Um, he, He is running to the courts. Um, and it, it's, becoming, um, it's becoming an increasingly difficult question of what do the courts do mm. when the other branches of government are not doing their job? Because there is an argument to be made that even if the other branches aren't doing their job, the courts should not, not extend their own powers. But, I mean, we saw what would have happened had it not done so in the Sussex case. So the court simply said, sorry, you know, it's Parliament that's meant to hold uh, with, um, uh, sorry, um, uh, Dr. Billy Glamini to account. Had so the court said, well, you know, you know, go through the political processes, 17 million people would have been left without support on uh, in April. So I think that case was obviously an easy, easier case for the court to say we have to do something. But I think in this case as well... Um, uh, the finance minister might be going to be the only place left that can ensure that he can actually carry out his job smoothly. And um, so so quite a bit to, to digest,
0: even just from yesterday, Oak Bay now wants yes. uh, the information of these 2072 uh, transactions to be released. I yes. don't understand that. Maybe you can shed some light uh, because, you know, it has um, been struck off. So, so, so why would they want this to be released to them?
1: Yes, thank you. I didn't mention that the, um, the those seventy-two transactions have also been struck off the record. Uh, they were also part of the context that President brought. Um, I understand that all that submission consists of is a list of suspicious transactions. There's no further detail about it. Now. Um, uh, the court has struck it off the roll again because it's not directly connected to the legal question before it. But um, the reason I think um, it, it, it really is a strategy rather than a, you know, than a reason. But I think the reason the Guptas are pressing for these background details is because they're trying to make the point that they're innocent until proven guilty. Those suspicious transactions that that. Of down and Gordon's application, don't give any background, and the the Gupta's are claiming, in effect, that those were perfectly innocent transactions. But you're not giving us the chance to to check the facts that you've collected and to work out where you're making an mistake. Mm. Um, I doubt, quite frankly, that uh, the Gupta's really want those details to come out, because I think the the if I see. Suspicious transactions are the result of genuine concern by banks. But they have to ask for that information because otherwise they're in effect admitting that it does show a suspicious activity.
0: It it certainly is uh, very interesting because I see the New Age this morning also reporting that some of those uh, uh, transactions, uh, many of them perhaps taken place uh, much earlier uh, and uh, that that would have an impact on how they are viewed, etc. And, of course, uh, you know, again, so many questions. But just a a final one, Dr. Kathy Powell, is she gone? Um, If this was a boxing match, how would you score yesterday's uh, proceedings? Who's in the lead?
1: I think... I think the finance minister is doing pretty well. Uh, even though more of his evidence was struck out than the Gupta's evidence, I, I think the, the very clear position that the court produced on the law goes in his favor because um, nobody is in fact disputing, and they're not on the papers, nobody is disputing the law that he claims applies. And the court has nonetheless pronounced itself prepared to, di- to discuss that law. So um, the chances are very good that it will come to the same conclusion that that he has, which is that he does not have the power to intervene, and that's the main point. That's what he wants to, to get.